Alaska Extension Almanac. After a volatile grain market in 2023, Global Commodities Analytics President Mike Zizzolo says markets for the upcoming year could even be more uncertain. He says due to the upcoming elections in many countries, including the United States, means there could be some instability for commodities. Well, the biggest factors are that we're going to have a lot of big factors in 2024. And it, it's going to be, if we thought 2023 was volatile and and kind of put your bootstraps on, um, 2024 is going to be even more so. And I say that because uh, about half the world is going to vote in an election this year, not just the United States. And the geopolitical situation, um, the economic situation between what's going on in the Middle East and Asia versus you know how well we're doing here in the United States, um, that's attracted a lot of attention in the form of a stronger currency here in this country. Um, the other thing I think that makes this year probably more volatile than normal is just the fact that the market, it's almost the exact opposite of 2023 in January. We were talking about 2012 drought. We were talking about how high prices could go. Uh, and we were talking about how would we be able to uh, sell and not worry about it going sharply higher. This time of the year, a year later, we're in the exact opposite mindset, especially when it comes to corn and wheat. The market is so negative, in my opinion, and I think that's where we've gone from one extreme to the other, and, and I think that's going to create extra volatility. Um, a perfect example is what we're going to be talking about at uh, some of the winter outlook meetings is the fact that at this point in time, the managed money positions in corn are the biggest since June of 2020 to the downside, the biggest net short position since June of 2020. The trade is very nervous about China's deflation and, and having a situation develop like that, and that, that takes commodity prices down even lower in 2024. And so we've already started to kind of be, begin to build that in. Um, the history would suggest, though, that the funds get short and then the fund get, funds come in and, and at least flatten out and maybe even get long depending on their supply-demand fundamentals and weather. There are different types of funds out there. There's different types of uh, alternative investment. Well, what I'm really focusing on in my research this year, and, and I, I have what I've had for a long time at, at what's called value levels, a good place to sell, I think, and a good place to buy in, in the major agriculture commodities. For, ex for example, right now, um, we're at 12, roughly 12.05 as we head into the middle part of January for November beans. That's actually my overvalue level for November beans. And so I'm very eager to start selling 2024 beans if the corn and wheat don't come in and support the, uh, support the soybeans. And so the, the managed money funds that I focus on are the ones that are reported by the CFTC on the commitment to traders data because we have to have some of it's trackable. And I think that's what's really key. And there's a very strong relationship between the price of corn futures and the managed money fund position. It's not one-to-one, -one, and sometimes it deviates, but it's a pretty strong relationship between the two. And so managed money funds tend to drive the commodity markets, in my opinion. Today's program was a portion taken from a recent Market Journal program produced by UNL's Institute of Agriculture and Natural Resources. To hear the entire interview, go to marketjournal.unl.edu. For Nebraska Extension Almanac, I'm Brad Mills. Nebraska Extension Almanac is a production of IANR Media and Nebraska Extension. 
For more information on how your university is serving Nebraskans, go to extension.unl.edu.